this side of my throat. It felt a little weird, but not like sick. It just felt weird. And I was like, I feel like I have a tonsil stone. So I looked today with my little flashlight on my phone and I can see a little white dot and I tried to get it, but it was too early in the morning. I literally almost What do you mean get it? What is this? You pick it out. No, you don't. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Tonsil stones like. Yeah, you, you pick them out. They, you have, like, they have literal sets on the like, Amazon. They're like throat Wait, okay, boogers. Okay, but like, why are you getting them? Like, does they that just indic- get stuck there? Because your tonsils have a lot of indents. So sometimes when you eat, like every once in a while, something will get stuck. And that's a tonsil Can stone. you just go like. Oh, and, like, okay. Get no, it up? no, it's So it's a piece of food. It's not like. Yeah, it's like old. It's like I don't gross. know tonsils, so I wouldn't know. Oh, the sushi. <laughs> <laughs> the forbidden lentil. Oh, no, it is so disgusting, but it's so satisfying getting it out. You've, oh, wait, you've been able to look at yourself getting it out. Do you have like a tonsil stone removal kit? No, but I just saw one. Um, someone posted one the other day, d- and now I, I want to get one. And I'm like, oh my god, perfect timing. But I don't think I can wait two days for Amazon can Prime. Can I see it? Can you look at it and tell us what it looks like? Is it there? It's there. I mean, it just looks like a white dot. I'd oh. have to have like a little tongue depressor But or it's not strep throat. It's not strep throat. Thank goodness. It's just on one side and I can see it. So it's, and this is exactly what it feels like. Can you like. imagine if that was your job? Removing tonsil stones? I can't tell if that'd be so amazing or awful. I bet like some could smell really bad. They all, most do smell terribly. They do. Have you ever experienced one? I don't have tonsils. Okay. The smell <laughs> is so specific. <laughs> Born yeah, without <I> tonsils. <laughs> the elitism with which you said that. Oh, I, don't I don't have tonsils. Have tonsils. Yeah. You were I born? You were born without tonsils? No, I got them removed in second grade because oh. I would get like giant, I would get strep throat like twice a month and I would get giant holes in the back of my throat and pus would just come out of it like constantly. If you get your tonsils removed, you cannot get strep I've never throat. had strep throat since. Why don't you get your tonsils removed? Well, apparently, uh, yeah, getting your tonsils removed is a great way of preventing like gutate psoriasis specifically. Oh, oh my god. Yeah, so get an There was a guy on the Facebook group who was like, getting my tonsils removed today, you know, to prevent like any future flare-ups, and everybody was like, this, we're so jealous of that person. That's really but, interesting, because I feel like you can't just like electively get your tonsils out. I think it's pretty hard to yeah. convince, like it has to be really bad. Exactly. So, I think I need to, I need to get like a printer and print out as many documents, <laughs> and then go <laughs> to my doctor. Case. Like, I have to have it printed, and being yeah. like, these are all the studies about like uh, getting your tonsils removed and the reducing the, the chances of gutate psoriasis. So that's what I need to do. Well, oh, a doctor so cool. is an interesting job that I don't think any of us could, could do. ever imagine having. Well, we have watched Grey's Anatomy. We've been over this before. We could all be doctors. <laughs> well, what a great segue, Mike, into the uh, the topic, um, the theme of this conversation you that we take are away the intro? having the uh, today. Tonsils. But first... <laughs> Tonsil stones. Today's episode is all about tonsils. <laughs> Could you imagine? Ton- just like tonsil talk. <laughs> we do these once a month. Yeah. <laughs> Update on our tonsil status. We got status. so many tonsil emails of your guys' questions. <laughs> the word tonsil doesn't mean anything to me anymore. Tell us your story about tonsils. Okay, tonsil one time anyone? me and my roommate had a tonsil off. No, no. <laughs> Um, tonsil hockey. I was just going to say that one. What's good, everybody? Welcome to your favorite podcast, Good Influence. Today we are good joined. Influences. Oh, shit. 
God, is this even your favorite podcast? Like, I know you have three, but you can't even I, say I that don't name. know. I'm sorry. I, my brain's a little rusty today. Okay. What's good, everybody? Welcome to your favorite podcast, <laughs> Good Influences. I'm your host, Matt King, and with your co-hosts, Mike Sheffer, Carly Encontro, and Aaron Gilfoy. And today, we are talking about jobs. Not Steve Jobs, <laughs> but regular jobs. Our first jobs... Past jobs. Worst cur- jobs. Worst jobs. Best jobs. Blow jobs. <laughs> that's the, literally, that's the only thing I had written down. <laughs> it's the only thing on the sheet. <laughs> blow. Jobs. One. Blow. Yeah. That's it. Hand. Hand. Oh, okay. Um, anyways. Um, but let's just dive right into it. When you knew that this was going to be a topic for today's uh, discussion, what was the first thing that came to your mind? I thought of my very first interview because how anxiety oh, interview. Oh boy, what was what was it for? <laughs> Panera doesn't know. Panera, <laughs> did, did you go in acting like I'm gonna get this job, oh, or were you really absolutely nervous? Absolutely not. I was like, oh, everyone hates me. <laughs> There's nothing but worse. But I did amazing. Yeah, I hate going like going in places and being like, can I have an application oh, to work there? It's so demeaning. Because that moment, the person like. Has to soak you in, like as a person. Yeah, they're like, they look, the fuck you mean? They look you, you up and down. It? They go, yeah. And you're can... looking at people who might be your coworkers. Coworkers, and it's like, oh, how old are they? Are they gonna think I'm a loser? Are they cool? Are they loser? Like, I don't know. It's a lot of that, especially because you're young. I think I was 15. So the Panera manager. <laughs> what? You can work at 15, or maybe I was 16. Yeah, 15, 16. Oh, yeah. You can yeah. work at Kroger in like my hometown when you were 15. Wow. I thought it was 16 for some reason. Well, how did did you have to go into the Panera first, get the application and then come back and then do your interview? Yeah. I th- it's hard to remember exactly what happened, but yeah, it was just like Did you get the job? I did. But it was one of those things where it was like, okay, Everybody? we interviewed you. Thank you <laughs> Good so work, much. Queen. Good work, Carly. But it's the worst when you do an interview and then they're like, "Okay, so you'll have another one with the manager of the store tomorrow From or Panera. something." <laughs> Yes. Two. I was like, so is crazy. it really that serious? Like, I'm We're going to have a interview with the bread expert on Thursday. Then we have <laughs> yeah. our smoothie chef on oh, Friday. Oh, we had bread meetings. Oh, my God. It was a whole thing. There was like a once a month meeting we all had to go to and about the bread. What kind of bread. questions did they ask? Did they ask you any fun now. ones? Like, if you were a bread bowl, what would be? <laughs> <laughs> a BuzzFeed quiz? Which yeah. one would you be? Uh-huh. No, but I remember. So I also worked at Target. And I remember the interview being so harrowing. Like, they would ask the most in-depth questions. And I was like, I'm like. 19. I don't know how the fuck to answer this. It right. Like, like if a customer walks in and yes. they're in distress and they're asking you to dial 911, what do you do? Yes. And I'm like, how about you tell me because you work here and I don't. <laughs> yeah. I hate that. How old were you guys when you had your first interviews? Ooh. Um, I went into like Spirit Halloween. And, like, <gasps> I did an interview. Why is that such a first Matt job? Did you uh, not? Did you work there or no? Yeah, but only for like two weeks and they never asked me to come back because oh. I was 15. And I think they realized that was too young and they had me do two weeks of work and the person I feel like realized we need to let that person go. Did they never asked me back, but I got a paycheck. Mm. Did they just stop putting you on the schedule? Or yeah, they, they just, stopped putting me on the schedule. They never like called Rude. you in and said, hey, this isn't going well. We're going to need to let you go. Yeah. You just went and you're like, I'm not on the. I think so. It yeah. was something like that. I knew I was like, I shouldn't be there because I think I was too young. It was too spooky. And then a little too spooky. And then I was uh, Chuck E. Cheese interview. And oh. I knew I had that one in the bag. I feel like you'd be a great nice. interviewee. You think so? Oh my God, you're, yeah. so well, you're so good at talking and just conversation. Oh, for like customer service type jobs, yes. But like when I was trying to get like internships and like big boy jobs... 
I don't know. I wasn't really that good. How, why did you know that you had it in the bag for Chuck E. Cheese? Um, because one <laughs> Where of my did this confidence come from. One of my friends already worked there. Okay, and uh, she had put in a good word for me. And then when I got there, uh, she was already working, and she was like, "Oh, uh, like Jerry's going to be interviewing today. You'll like Jerry. He's really great." And oh. then she like already ha- clearly had like established with the manager, like he's really good. You'll like him. Yeah. See, I and I just charmed him. Did you wear a suit? A suit? You know what? No, I didn't. I think I wore just like kind of button up dress shirt with like slacks. And do you remember any of the questions they asked you? Not really. I think it was mostly him just saying, tell me about yourself. And why yeah. do you like Chuck E. Cheese? And why could you see yourself <laughs> here? How old was the person interviewing you? Okay, in my brain, probably I thought like forty five, but looking back, he could have been thirty five. Yeah, that's like when you're a kid and you're like sixteen, you you go to a job interview and you think everyone's like forty and they're like twenty yeah. twenty three. Yeah, and you're like, oh, they have a beard. Wow, they must be so old. What was weird is that all the upper management at Chuck E. Cheese's they all looked like 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 rodents. <laughs> They get plastic surgery to look like rats. As these the people were ca- like cartoon versions of rodents. Like there was like, <laughs> like a really like a really big cuddly mouse kind of guy who was one of the head managers, and then there was like this really like Maybe disgusting so rat looking guy, and then there was like, a pretty like mousy girl. Like they all ha- they all looked like. <laughs> I swore. I said, I swear. Um, so, but that was a fun gig. Were you ever creeped out working there? Or were you ever there like after close and you could just see the animatronics in the dark? Uh, one of know, them just starts. Good had, evening, Matthew. No, Welcome I mean, to the after show. Ours only had like one animatronic. It wasn't the full band. Oh. And they had like that blue screen thing where like kids would get up in front of and then look at the TV and like <laughs> dance in front of, which uh. was a little silly. But uh, I got grossed out for the uh the the playground tunnels that would be on top of the ceiling like the worst was one time they were like somebody puked up in one i'm like where they go we don't know there's just puke somewhere i had to crawl (sighs) up that uh i don't know like snaky kind of ladder thing and then have to walk around and sniff it out (laughs) and then had to carry coffee uh uh what do you call it? Coffee, Coffee grounds. grounds. Yeah. Oh, to soak and then, it up. And then you have to like pour that on top of it first so it like soaks in and, and masks the smell, right? the smell. Yeah, and like baking soda, all that. Yeah. Oh, I hated that. I'm gonna do that next Coffee time I throw up. <laughs> I thought I always saw um like wood chippings yeah. used to that was in school. Puke. I yeah. would always see that in school. Yeah. Well, like hamster. It was like hamster bedding yeah. stuff. I remember when I interviewed for my first job at Coldstone Creamery. Oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah. It was well. I had like two of my best friends from high school working there, and it was just like it seemed to be a layup. The guy that interviewed me, uh, his name was Adolf, which, but he was from like a, like South America, and they just like I don't know. I didn't question it, but I was like. Well, here we go. <laughs> like little Jewish kid interviewing with a guy named Adolf. Here we go. And but like the, he was just like super nice. And he found that funny. What did he find that funny? He didn't know. I don't. He was like not English wasn't his first language. Like he was like he had moved here from like Guatemala or somewhere. Oh. And apparently he was like a big star in a boy band back in like his home country, Ooh. which was like kind of cool. And like I don't know. He was super nice. Like I when I got there. But you said that joke to him. No, no, oh, no, no. I was no. like, wait a start an interview. No. Like, oh. <laughs> I just in my go. head I was like, oh geez. But um, he was super nice. Like I think he just asked me to like pick up the spades and scoop just to like make sure i guess my hands worked and so i scooped one thing and he asked me like two or three questions like what do you like to do i was like oh you know i play guitar skateboard whatever and then i remember he goes well 
welcome aboard. Oh. And I was like, wow, I fucking did it. Let's fucking go. I was so excited. Like, first official, like, I'm an adult. And then I got the job, and it was the most fun job oh. I've ever had in my did life. Did you it get was... so strong? Uh, not really. It, like, ice cream isn't it just like... It looks like so much work. It looks like it's I really, it like, makes your yeah. forearms. Like... I mean, even when I just scoop ice cream out of a carton, it's like, ugh. Well, the, the key... <laughs> I can't imagine doing it all the day. Key... It's more hard. I feel like the cartons always get so hard. Yeah, you have well, to like mush it and when put all the stuff yeah. in it. When you pull it, ice cream right out of your freezer, you want to let it sit for like five minutes yeah, before you scoop it. I know, you want to think, but like if you wait like literally five minutes, scooping ice cream is like scooping butter. There's nothing uh. better than when you first open a thing of ice cream and it's like the soft. Oh, yeah. It's like a soft. Mm-hmm. And what happens? Well, Why does it then change from that? Pro tip as a previous ice cream connoisseur. If you put your ice cream in a Ziploc bag and then put it in the freezer, it will always have that soft flavor. What? Because what happens is the air, once you break the seal, then air gets in. And oh. the air is what causes the ice cream to not, to like you, <clears throat> when it gets like that, like glittery on top. Then why don't they just make ice cream in bags like that? <laughs> I don't know. Because, because well, it, when it goes bad, then you have to buy more. But if you seal it yourself, then you go and buy. Also, if ice cream like kind of gets really liquidy and then you refreeze it, that also ruins it. Mm. So, but yeah, working at Cold Stone, I would say great first job to have. What was your favorite topping? You, uh, I would do the birthday cake ice cream yep. with uh, uh, brownie. No, uh, <laughs> cookie, cookie dough, cookie dough. That was my thing. Yeah. It was. I didn't really like like their pre-made like birthday cake remix where oh, they would be like brownies. Yeah, that was the mm, most popular so one. Birthday good. cake remix. So Cold Stone after this. Yeah. No. Oh my god. Cold Stone is so good. It's so good. If I go into a Cold Stone, what's the one thing I shouldn't do? Ooh, yeah. I think they're all really good. Still, like I'm still a big fan. Like anytime I see one, it's like a, a warm place in my heart. I have no negative feelings. Are like, you Are you that ki- kind of person who goes up and like, hey, I used to work here. <laughs> Like, hey, hey, take your time. I, I used to. It's like a da- dad hey, do they still Do they still do the, that one thing in the back? Well, yeah, I don't know anyone we, here anymore. I don't know, know any of these people now. And then the big thing also was like at Cold Stone, I don't know if they still do it, but if someone were to tip you, you would have to sing oh, that's right. a song. Right. Yes. And it would be like a Cold Stone variation. So they would like you would do like the Flintstone, like Cold Stone here at Cold Stone. We're a scooper duper family. Oh and yeah. like, so I had a friend, one of my best friends, uh, my friend Dustin, who was like a theater kid. He like you're only supposed to sing if they give you a tip. He would sing every single order, just like out loud, scooping the oh ice God, cream. And he was like, "Shut up!" No, he. I, I mean, he made it, it fun to like work there. He was always. It was like a Matt King style, just okay. like hamming it up all the time. Um, and yeah, it was just a great time. Except one time. My worst experience was this old guy came in, grandpa, 70 something years old, miserable old bastard with his like five little chubby little grandkids. And they each ordered like three different like pints each. And it took it was a really busy day, a long time. And so what you have to do is when you have a lot of orders, you have to take an order off and put it in the mini freezer so that way they don't melt. But I forgot to put one of them in the mini freezer. So it like started to melt a little bit. And I went to go ring them up and like rang them up everything was good and then they left and then they came back in and the guy goes where's the guy that made these and i was like oh that was me and he uh, did i miss something i think i got them all out of the freezer he goes 
listen, do you see what this is? And he showed me like it was dripping down the side and he goes, you just ruined my birthday. This oh my is God. not how I expected to be treated when I come to Cold Stone. <laughs> you need to get your manager right now and you have you are a big trouble, son. And I've never been yelled at by an adult in my life. So I just started crying and I go to the back of like, yeah, I was like, in the cold stone. I, like, I, I made a mistake. Like, I don't know. And the guy, the manager came out and like, he, <laughs> he like had a handle and he goes, listen, sir, he's only 16. He's been here for a month. Like if you want us to remake it, he's, I don't, I want anyone to remake it except for him. Cause he ruined my birthday. Dude, what is wrong? And with I was people? just like, it was dripping. It's ice literally cream. Literally because it was dripping right. down the side. And, and that's when I realized, like, okay, not everything <laughs> that people yell at me about is, like, really my fault. Some yeah, people just have problems yeah. that they are going to deal with. And oh, yeah. it was a good learning experience for me. But I was just, like, that day I was, like, crying. And I went home, like... I've I just never been yelled at by an adult. And this guy told me I ruined his birthday, and I was like, I'm so I'm so sorry. But God, that was the only really bad experience I ever had at Colts. And otherwise, wow. nothing but great memories. Love what was that. your first job, Aaron? Um, like babysitting. But my first real job, I would say, was like I think it was Under Armour. Under Armour. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like corporate. No, retail. The Maybe oh, don't arm oh. her at all. <laughs> sorry, now sorry. You know what? <laughs> Do you want to go into your interview process and experience? I, don't, I couldn't tell you. You don't remember? No. I was. I think it literally was as easy as getting the application, being like blah blah blah, and then getting the job. Was the re- I think you're like you're like you could get hired like really easily. I've had a lot of jobs. Like oh, I've had really? like over ten jobs. Oh wow! Yeah. Did I think you, that's more than I did, yeah. Did you work at Hooters? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. I, I feel like... It, well, Hooters is not about the boobs. Well, what? Isn't it, it at least used to be. No, it's literally no, called like, Hooters. Oh, um, I No, but it, I never worked there. I never worked in um, food service industry. Oh, I same. just don't think I could. Same. I only well, asked... sort of. I just thought... No, but like a it, restaurant yeah. is different than like... Cold Stone is like... Like we're gonna Chipotle, like you just move left to right. People are excited to be there. Yeah, remembering someone's order and like the specials, like that's I couldn't do it today. Same, and even it's the whole thing of like, it's all on you. Yes, yes. Like you can't really ask someone for help. Like whereas in retail, you'd be like, oh yeah, let me like ask someone if I don't know the answer. But like with that, you're just like. Fuck, 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 fuck. You have to remember everything. I just couldn't be me. And you have to be nice to everybody and put on like this, like, uh, hey, folks, how we doing today? Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. I see you got the, uh, the striped <laughs> shirt there, pal. Let's get you some fish. Like, and, I don't. And like the time I was working jobs like that, I was like be hung over most of the time. And I just simply couldn't be on my feet for that long, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you were a waiter, right, Matt? I was a waiter for uh, Uncle Julio's. Uncle Julio's. Uncle Julio's is a Tex-Mex restaurant oh, that it's probably is so good, in, right? Oh, it is really good. I need it I now. wish like we could should go eat there after, but do they have it, one here in LA? No. Oh. Um they're like across Texas and maybe some like scattered across the the south. Uh it's Uncle Julio's, and uh, it, it, you're a waiter. But dude, when I was there, I was probably one of the youngest people who was a waiter because it was like there were people who had like families who were waiting at that restaurant. Like you could make some good money if you work there, and uh, you have to serve up freshly cooked chips, daily hand roasted salsa. Mm. Remember fajitas, ritas, and swirls. That's what just we're here to sell yeah, today. Memor- like when people memorize the orders, I am just like uh, when you go to a restaurant and they don't write it down. Like, how sure? are you doing that? <laughs> Even like the drinks. Yeah. Oh, so you oh, want- I, did I tell you about this one time where uh, so we had to memorize the menu if you wanted to work there and you had to pass a test at the end oh, to see wow. if you had memorized I everything. I feel like that's like most restaurants. Most yeah. restaurants you got to know. And it, they had a big selection of tequila. So I memorized oh, all the tequila 
And then uh, my first day, I'm taking drinks and stuff and uh, wrote down um, someone wanted a tea also. And so I was like going back and I was looking at the drinks on the menu on the on the machine and looking for a tea also tea also tea also. And I cannot find what the fuck a tea also (laughs) is. And I asked my manager, I'm like, what is a tea also? And he goes. What did the person order before? <laughs> a tea. And I was like, a tea. And they go, I think that person asked for a tea <laughs> also. also. But because it was this Tex-Mex restaurant, yeah, I thought yeah. a tea also was, was like, like some crazy. thing on the menu I didn't know. <laughs> that is so funny. Yeah. Did you, were you, you, so you were writing down that like, you weren't like a memorized guy? No, absolutely not. That is a skill I will never, oh. I just revere that ability to memorize yeah. people's orders. I did play restaurant in my basement. I would have like the little. (laughs) You what? I would have the little. um, What are they called? Like restaurant. They're all the same. I mean, maybe just for toys, but it was like a notepad, but it was like a restaurant one. Yeah, it says. What does it say on it? It's like order number at the top, and then there's like specific lines. And like my friend and I would rollerblade in my basement and pretend we worked at restaurant. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I also worked at a restaurant. How old were you? Nineteen. <laughs> um, no way. I couldn't. At elementary school, at some point. I don't. It was my neighbor, so we would Got just it. play Pretend outside and play come Sonic. In. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. play restaurant mostly, and we were dating the Backstreet Boys. It was like a whole life. Wow. Well, you we, were dating them, but you still worked at a restaurant. They I know. Not doing fuck? well. Brian Latrell <laughs> wasn't taking care of me. Was that your Backstreet Boy? T- yeah, it was. You know a Ryan Luttrell? No, Brian, Brian Luttrell, the oh, singer of the Backstreet Boys. He was such Luttrell. an sync boy. Oh, yeah, definitely. Was there a job in your town that you wish you had or that you had, like, FOMO about? Like, kids <laughs> who worked at the snow cone stand were, like, really cool kids. Oh. Or, like, lifeguards. There was a coffee shop in the mall where, like, that's where the hot girls would work. So, like, you, like guys would always be like, yeah, I'm going to get a job there. And you're like, no, you're not. But anytime you would go to the mall... I mean, I, and there was just like this one coffee shop. So like guys would go to this coffee shop because that's where like the hot girls from the high school would work. And I, I maybe it was true, but I, I like that was just like, mm. what was it called? Do I can't remember? remember. I can't remember. But like working at the mall, I just feel like that would be such a drag to work in the mall. Yeah. Because you have to like park in the parking lot. Like you're kind of just trapped in this like big building. I don't know. Yeah. I at a mall for like. A month, maybe. I really don't even think about it when I think of jobs. It was so fast. What, what was the job? It was called, it was a clothing store. It was called Vanity. Did you ever have Vanity? Ugh, the Midwest. Yeah, it was kind of like a wet seal vibe. Wet oh. seal. Yeah, wet seal. <laughs> oh, God. And yeah, I remember we had to have like clear bags. Like if they had to be see-through. Yeah, so you couldn't steal. You yeah. had to walk through a certain door that the normal people couldn't walk through. And just malls are so loud, too. Like That's I remember where Under Armour was. In, oh, in a mall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you have to use a clear bag? Not at Under Armour, but I did a different retail job mm-hmm. I had, but that wasn't in a mall. It was in like a strip mall. Is that Do something you... you don't steal things? Yes, yes. yes. Did, you, mm. did you ever catch somebody stealing for on the job? Um, <laughs> just running out with a barrel of ice cream. Out of my way! <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, if I did, I'd just be like, Yeah, nice, see you later. You yeah, I really didn't care. But one time when I was working at Target, we have at, like the asset protection person who looks like a police officer. That's such You're... a great name, asset protection. Yeah, oh, yeah. call them AP. Like AP. Uh, like what? Are we in the are we in the military? We're out. Of that? <laughs> yeah, 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 we have uh, asset protection in quadrant four C. <laughs> they are armed with like it's just like a stoner. Yeah, it's just like a nineteen year old kid. Like, hey, where are you going with that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and sometimes they would be like, okay, look out for this person, and they would show us photos of them walking out stealing things. And I remember there was this one kid, and he just stuck in my head, and he was like, he always comes in and tries to steal wallets. 
And we weren't really supposed to stop them just as like regular workers. Yeah. But I remember I was just like having a bad day and I saw him walk in and I go, put it down. And he put it down. <laughs> Carly. And he walked out. And I told him, I was like, I just got him to put it down. And he was like, why didn't you like call me? I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I got nervous and told him to put oh it down. <laughs> Yeah. Let's see the security camera footage of you like, just being like, put, put it, it down. down. <laughs> yeah. So you liked working time. on Target, right? Yeah. I I actually really liked all my jobs except for Vanity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I also worked at Target that me and Carly had oh, in yeah. common. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, no, that was the one thing I could never do was cashier. Yeah, I never learned. I never like got trained on it, but I did Cold Stone. Because like, it was simple math. Yeah, basically. And like just they, they, <laughs> okay, I never. You know when you type in the numbers? Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's the uh, fucking it was... worst though. Like, oh, Doing I can't. Doing cashier. Yeah. Uh... I did the Cold Stone job for two summers and then the same friends that I had moved from Cold Stone to Target. So I just went oh. to Target. <laughs> That's and awesome. That interview was like I felt like oh I worked at Cold Stone I can do anything like right? I would scoop was an ice cream. Was the interview crazy? It was it was a little I think I had like two or three people there was like a yeah. British woman who interviewed me so I felt like I was like in the CIA like what what are you gonna do when you work here and I'm like oh I can <laughs> <laughs> dun, 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 dun. and then I remember they made you buy your own red shirt which I was like kind of like just give me a fucking shirt I thought yeah. it's like a particular kind of red no a... no any they basically no. like if all you need to wear is a red shirt of any kind and then I think like khaki pants mm-hmm. and it's like you had a Fred. It's like a it's a it's a very like rose red. Well, the Target. It's not vibrant logo red. Is, yeah, but the Target. You can wear any red shirt. Well, sometimes you'll see people like in a shirt like that working at Target. They might Bullshit. have cracked down. I remember people would yeah. wear like striped red ish. Like we were pretty relaxed about it, but that was a great job. <laughs> khaki pants. Yeah, khaki. pants. I don't think anymore. I feel like we can wear jeans now. And stuff. What's the motto for like a Target employee? Uh, can I help you find anything? Yeah, can I help you find something? Which is a great oh. psychological phrase because. Normally is like if you say, "Can I help you?" or what? What, what, do, you, what do you normally say? Um, it's you're can suggestively like, so. Do you need help? <laughs> yeah. Do you need help with anything? And then people don't want to feel like, "Yes, I need help," because then they feel helpless. But if you say, "Do you need help finding anything?" That's an introduction to say, "Yes, now you can, like you can you can talk to me." But if they say no, then you feel like you can leave them alone. Hmm. And it was a really easy job too. Like the only thing we had to do at Target is called zoning, which is where you just that, yeah. walk the aisles, and all you pull need to do is just pull like everything forward so it just looks nice. And that's like oh. the only thing like you a have to do. When yeah, you're done. I was like, I feel like I'm in a Target commercial. Yes, like this aisle just. <laughs> and I love like walking around. Like Matt hates doing this. Like when me and Matt go shopping, in and out, in and out. We got to get in and get out. I will spend an hour in at Walgreens, just like walking <laughs> yeah, down the aisles. I love looking at the ingredients. No. I love com- I love comparing the generic to like the main one. Like if there's Every like time, uh, yeah, it's the same shit. When no, you but go. like I know, but there's always something it's new. Just like discoveries. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I like, would say I like to explore a retail space sometimes. Maybe it's clothing you like to get in and out of. I, I like, like to shop for clothing. I like to shop fast. That's yeah. Like we go in and I know ex- like I'll be like, oh, that looks good. That looks good. Try it. I try it on as fast as I can. And then I'm out because clothing can take up a lot of time shopping for. I don't mind it. But working at Target, it's like you literally get paid to do something that I would do for free. Like, yeah. oh, let me yeah. just. Mm, now, did they ever like teach you any like uh, ways of dealing with a crazy customer or anything like a Chuck E. Cheese during training? They go, we like <laughs> to Cheese. slam our guests. We like to smile, listen, (laughs) apologize, apologize, and get the manager. Wow. And that's always stuck with me. Smile, listen, apologize, and get the manager. Yeah. Yeah, that's a way of just, like, making sure your 16-year-old employees don't, like, escalate something into, like, a a riot. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, you just gotta, especially with food, you wanna just keep keep your distance. Um, 
I don't think they trained us to like do any like to slam people. negotiation yeah. tactics or like I don't de-escalation. Think any job I had was like like I I feel like me neither. The only thing was like, like you call them guests, you don't call them customers, and how can I help you? Or and you say my pleasure. I still say my pleasure all the time when people say thank you. My pleasure. My pleasure. Because that was a Chuck E. Cheese installation. Yeah, they just oh. said we always say my pleasure instead of you're welcome. It's like Chick Fil A too. Yeah, and then and then after like your first jobs. Did you ever have like a corporate like office job where you had to have a resume and like I had a really cool job before I had my like first like office job. I was a mystery shopper. <gasps> my mom did that. Yeah. What, oh so uh, what did <laughs> what did she have to do? Um, it was a lot of going to, it was either Krispy Kreme. Have you ever been to Krispy Kreme? <laughs> <laughs> was it Krispy? Krispy Kreme, she had to take a bunch of photos and Krispy Kreme. We felt like crazy people because we'd be literally taking photos of the line and all this stuff. And then also apartments, like she'd have to go and talk to a, like apartment manager about renting an apartment. Oh, so she was like going that. on behalf of like the, the clients to assess the process or the customer experience for things, yes. right? What did you do? So I was a mystery shopper for credit cards. Oh. And I found this job on Craigslist. And looking, <laughs> was and, it real? <laughs> and looking back, I would have thought that it was a scam. How old were you? Sorry to interrupt. Um, ooh, I was like a freshman going into my sophomore year of college. Okay. So I wasn't 21, but I was definitely okay. 20. I'm just trying to figure out if you were a teen or in college or something. Um, yeah. Mm. Or maybe it, right, it may have been right before college. I can't you remember. were looking on Craigslist for summer jobs? That, yeah, okay. I feel like that was the normal, judgment. right? Yeah, because I really? it was a uh -huh. very normal place to look. Because for stuff. No, I never it thought was about like that. Pre Craigslist being sketchy, <laughs> yeah, pre documentaries about Craigslist. Yeah, okay. I didn't have pre you likely to get kidnapped. Yeah, via hmm. answering a Craigslist. I just app. always thought Craigslist was like for buying like stuff, like tickets oh, no, or like jobs. They yeah. have. Like Pets. housing. And it's a lot yeah, of people housing. who are looking for like a quick hire. Like yeah. they want someone to come on for yeah. like a short time gig hmm. uh, to do something. And I was wanting to do something that was not like in one location the whole time. I wanted okay. something that would look cooler on my resume than working at Chuck E. Cheese's again. Right. Um. So I found this one. It was being a mystery shopper for a this Swedish guy who had a credit card company. <laughs> sounds like a scam right yeah. away. <laughs> and he wanted me to conduct some field research and um, <laughs> gave, basically gave me an entire list of all of these stores around the Dallas Metroplex and gave me three credit cards and this little Palm Pilot. And basically, uh, he gave you wasn't three credit three, cards. It wasn't. Yeah, it was three credit cards, like usable credit cards, usable credit cards. That sounds like you participated in a crime. No, he wanted field <laughs> research because he wanted me to then go to all <laughs> of these research. stores around Dallas and go in and see if they accepted the credit cards or not. And I got ten dollars to spend on each card and I got to either keep whatever I bought with the card or I got to keep them the difference of the money that I didn't spend. <laughs> Does that make was sense? it like a American Express Actually, Visa? I think it was two credit cards. It's way too many. Was it just like a Visa and a MasterCard? Um, it was one was like a Visa and one was another type of card that it wasn't that I didn't recognize, but a lot of places accepted it. That's what he wanted to see. Okay, that does sound like a scam. But it was also like these <laughs> really like, weird banks because he just wanted to know for his customer base where these cards uh -huh. were accepted. In the Dallas Metroplex. I don't think this is considered a mystery shopper, by the way. Well, like a mystery shopper, like my grandma used to do it too. That's like 
A mystery shopper is for like the management of an establishment to understand what the customer experience is like and if the employees are doing. Exactly. Mine, I wasn't being a mystery for that retail space. <laughs> yeah. I was being a mystery to a see mystery. if they accepted the credit cards or okay, not. Fair. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, But it was cool. So it was basically, so if I went into a CVS, I would only buy like a water bottle because it was a dollar. Right. And then I made nine bucks. Okay. But sometimes I would have to go into like a... Like a clothing store. Yeah, like a... Like, not Gucci, but like an Ann Taylor, like something that was really high end where then <laughs> like the cheapest thing would be like a $20 keychain, and yeah. then that would deduct from my past oh, places. Yeah. That is but a little fucked up. A little opinion. fucked up, but I loved it because I got to drive around in my car, go all over the Dallas area, walk around malls, <laughs> go into these all these random <laughs> stores and places and see a lot of parts of Dallas I normally wouldn't see. And were you plugging all this into your Palm Pilot? Uh, yeah, plugging all this into the, the Palm styles. Pilot, and I would have to check, uh, do two transactions, and it was a fun job. And I made like three thousand dollars doing wow. it Damn. over like a like a, like a two weeks worth oh of work. Oh my god! It was like I was so I had some busy. I had some money. <laughs> nice. And um, but sometimes I would like fuck with people on the job, like or I would wear like. Like I would wear like a Harvard sweater when I would do it, and then just to see if people would be like, "Do you go to Harvard?" I'd be like, "I just got in." Yeah, <laughs> just play like, a different character. Yeah, just I would play like just different play. characters with people, or I would go in and do like a British accent and act like I was like somebody else. <laughs> because I don't know, I just love that. I would just play with it because I would just go into all these different, and then you could put that on your resume as like financial field analysis operations versus like Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, like I was a field consultant or something financial like that. analysis consulting yeah Love yeah that. the resume padding was a big that was the big next step is like how do you take your oh yeah your like very day-to-day target and cold stone job and make that into like oh i, well, wouldn't know how. I do a lot of things there i do customer acquisition royalty reward like yeah. your food process server yeah. like it is it is like, resumes are all bullshit words for mm-hmm. helping customers for your first job yeah it's like I, I assisted in administrative pursuits for the management like no you helped customers find their shampoo in the aisle. I had a yeah. really cool resume when I was in college. It was very like upfront. Instead of saying experience, I just say what I've done and then like <laughs> skills, I go I can say I say what I've learned. Oh, so it was a little bit Making less it a traditional. Little, yeah. Yeah, like it was very to the point. And I would get callbacks for interviews because they were like oh. i just like this resume because it stood out but now i don't know i think it's changed that was very like yeah, 2010s <laughs> it was very like now it's all out. Like, now it's like don't bullshit and there's like ai that just reads like yeah you just send in a video doing a tiktok dance and you're hired <laughs> yeah here's what i'm here's why at. i should work for the company bitches i got the zans and then it goes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> have you heard about people who hides stuff in their resumes yes. like you put all the uh all the description and the trigger keywords. words that will uh yeah the keywords that will get your resume taken you put uh, it in like white text and like a super small font all around the margins of it's like of some a, taylor swift shit yeah like well so like you can put certain things on your resume but then there's the job description and it's all like ai based so what people which i don't i think is even like they don't even accept anymore but you would take like the entire job description and add like way more keywords and write it in like a super tiny font in the color white so that way a computer if it's like reading the actual text will see it but if a person prints it out or looks at it they don't see all these extra things and it supposedly like would push you to the top of the 
of the algorithm for a resume, so soft which tagging. is so tricky. I yeah. would love soft to, tagging. Yes, yes. I would love if I was in charge of hiring, just call out people going. So I notice <laughs> <laughs> you just put this in white text all around the border. What's would you do here? something like this on the job? <laughs> <laughs> just gonna slither your way in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> have you ever had? Uh, have, have you ever been fired from a job? No. no. You have? What'd you yeah. do, Aaron? I, well, I had three jobs in college. And one of them was strictly on like, I think it was like two or three days a week in the morning. So it'd be like 7 a.m. to 8 a.m. I would have to go to these people's house and then make sure like their kids go to school. I'd be there for like two hours. Okay. And one morning I, well, I haven't a few times, but it, I think it was on Fridays. And then, you know, like Thursdays are the night you'd go out and call it. Thirsty Thursdays. Yep. So if, like one time I was just like a little bit late, but then one time my phone was completely dead. And uh -oh. so my alarm never mm -hmm. went off. And then I never went to get them on the school bus or I don't even remember. Um, <laughs> and then I got fired. Did they, go, they didn't go to school? Were the parents No, they home? probably went to school. They were, like, younger. I think it was, like, I just had to wait, and then, like, one of the parents would come home or something. Okay. And then they would, like, go to school. I don't even oh. really remember. You woke up. You charged your phone. Was there a, call, a text that said, you're fired? Or they, or, <laughs> um, was this, yeah. like, a Razor? A it, Motorola? What oh, my God. Phone? It was, like, such an old phone. Yeah. It wasn't a Razor. It was actually... <laughs> chocolate it was a phone that i had gotten from somebody else because like a little while prior i had visited my friend in college and i puked on my phone none of which i remember i puked on my phone and then put it in the microwave because i thought that it would dry it and you started it yeah. stop you did not do that I, well, I, yes i did i don't remember doing it but i did it and so then my oh friend my had to give God. me like one of their old ass phones and i had it for like two years do you remember what it looked like or it anything? was like gray a flip phone and it had like a little yeah i remember it exactly was but it I a samsung they have a black thing in the middle no it definitely it had a, a camera samsung. on it, it though? like a motorola yeah was it the verizon one probably one of like their yeah i know exactly it's a samsung one. and it was like very old and it looked like a little flip yeah phone. no i think i only ever had like verizon so or, how did they fire so, you did so they it was just via text she was oh. like yeah no and i was like i'm so sorry but i just like didn't care when you're in college you're just like whatever yeah i also had two other jobs so i was like yeah, yeah i'm fine but I did oh, feel wow. bad. Have you, you ever should. worked? Have you ever worked at like a scam? <laughs> did you apologize? Like, yeah, of course. No, I was just like, oh fuck you. I'm really no. disappointed in you. <laughs> okay, Matt. <laughs> you really you left those up? kids hanging. I did. No, I did feel really bad. I was like, fuck. But I was just like, whatever. I hated it anyway. It was so early. I don't think I've ever been fired from a job. I did. I only had one bad job, and it wasn't even a job. It was just like a scam. There was this company <laughs> that came to my college, and they like. They somehow got to do a presentation like in front of a class and they it was this really like sharp, young, cool guy, like good looking, really good talker. And he spoke in front of like one of our business classes and was like, yeah, we're like an entrepreneur. It's like a multi-level marketing thing, but they didn't uh -huh. pitch it that way. And I they basically they pitched it as like you can paint houses. We'll teach you how to paint the outside of people's houses. We'll give you all the supplies, all the instructions, all the know how you don't have to pay anything. And you'll like it. It's a great way to like learn how to be an entrepreneur. And I was like, well, I, that sounds good to me. So I signed up. I did the interview. The guy like this was like a real interview. He's like, so there's two types of people: type A and type B. I think you're a type A. Can you explain why? And I was like, oh. uh, 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 and I just like whatever. I figured it out. And the guy gave me the job. And he's like, okay, so this is this was the job. 
basically what you do is they give you like a, a bunch of instructional videos to watch. It's basically like full blown a scam, but they give you these videos to watch. You do a training and what you learn is that you can go and like do an estimate. They want you to go door to door on your summer and winter breaks, <laughs> knock on houses in your neighborhood, starting at eight in the morning on a Saturday and a Sunday, knock on a door and try and convince people that they need the outside of their house to be repainted. And I was like, nobody is answering the door in a neighborhood at 8 a.m. on a Saturday. Like that is insane. But you and well, I didn't work on Saturday. So I would, Sunday morning at like 730, he would text me, hey, are you ready to start your route? And I was like, yeah, sure. And I went to the first door at 8 a.m. And the woman answered the door like in her nightgown and was like, nice. What? <laughs> she, she, she was like, what are you doing here? And I was like, I'm here to do I'm with uh, the painting company and I want to just see if you want an investment on your house. And then I just lied. And I was like, I waited till like 10 a.m. And I lied and I waited till 10. And I was just like, yeah, no one's answering the door, whatever. But what you end up doing is you some and people were nice. They would let you do an estimate. I'd be like, we'll give you a free estimate on your house. So you would walk around and they would teach you like you put one foot in front of the other. You measure the house, uh, the amount of sides. You figure out how much paint it is. I had a whole formula. You give them the invoice and then you say, let me know if you want the job. I ended up selling $10,000 in painting jobs. And I was like, fuck, yeah, I'm a good salesman. Like, this is great. I'm going to make so much money. And then what they don't tell you is that when you give them the estimates to like do the job, they tell you, well, you can hire people. We'll supply you people. You pay them. $10 an hour. It's eight hours per job. I was like, okay, so that's really good profits. And then when I looked at like the contract that I was going to sign with them, I ended up only getting 10% of all sales that I sold. So I was like, I just sold you $10,000 in painting. You told me this was going to be like an 80, 20 arrangement or something. And I called my dad and I was like, Hey, like, does this sound right? He's like, no, it doesn't sound right, but maybe have a conversation with them. And then I went back to the guy and I was like, look, I'm looking at the numbers here. I should be making like easily five eight thousand dollars on this ten thousand dollar job and they're like well actually because you're on the lower tier you have to like sell more and when you get to the fifteen thousand dollar that's when this this." and then and then i was just like i just like went back to my dorm and i just like started crying i was like so (laughs) upset i was like i just worked so hard i haven't made any money yet i did so much work for this company and then i was just like i quit and i quit that job i called him i was like i'm not doing this anymore and he begged me to stay and i was like there's no i'm not fucking staying me up a tier what? What? You should have said, like, move me up a tier. I just didn't want to do it anymore because yeah. the guy was, like, texting me every day. He was, like, bothering me. And, like, every weekend morning? Yeah, it was, like, on weekends. And he would, he would like, make me go into my neighborhood and, like, knock on my neighbor's doors and, like, try and sell them, like, to, that they needed to repaint their houses, which they didn't. And I was just like, fuck this. I'm never getting a real job again. And that's when I swore. I was like, I'm never working for anybody. Sorry, that wasn't a funny story, but I just need, I haven't I haven't thought no, about that or talked about that in like yeah. years. So did you uh, did you ever get close to joining a pyramid scheme for a job? Mm. I don't think so. No, but I could definitely see myself falling for one. Yeah, younger, but I don't think I ever did. There's like Cutco was pretty popular yes. growing Cutco. up. Or Vector oh marketing. Oh, they sell you knives. That oh, was I like where you sell knives. Funny story, Jared Ringel. Your other manager was the number one Cutco salesman his year when he was no way. In, in New Jersey. Yeah, he sold. Did he like, tell me that? He might have told you that, but yeah, that's my business partner. He yeah. did the Cutco thing, and he just absolutely wow. crushed it. Did um, you guys see the Row? No, but that's Definitely. another pyramid scheme too, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. And I guess my cousin was like a top seller. Like she actually made a lot of money from it. But most people, Jeez. as as good influences, I think we should say like multi-level marketing. If you are sold on like the idea of, well, I'm going to start my own business, but I just need to pay. 
$450, and if I get people to join, then I make more money. That is a pyramid scheme. Do not post about that on Facebook. You're not running your own business. What if we had an MLM episode and we just brought <laughs> on we brought on people who like 10 different people who are part of like a pyramid scheme MLM. we let them like pitch their shit <laughs> and we, and we feel it. bad for it who and we buy it or like got out no i want to like i want like, to listen to someone i want to listen to somebody who is as part of a pyramid scheme and then pitch it to me i don't know if I could listen to 10 different people do the <laughs> oh same oh my god thing. i know I know. That would I be still kind of see bad. them on Facebook and I feel so bad. Like yeah. you'll see like these, you know, people who are just I'm starting my own business and it's like, I well, know, it's another it's brand, so. clearly, so it's not your business. We like know people who've done it. Like mm -hmm. our old roommate did it. Yeah, uh, the, the I get oil. the appeal. Living. It seems like a like, oh my god, I'm gonna uh -huh. start my own company and I can be like Steve Jobs, and it's like they just get fucking scammed. But who fall like I don't get it. Who falls for that? that like <laughs> it's and it's always like friends who I thought were like smart people. Like what? What are you doing? Uh, uh, I know. What are I know. You doing? I could not answer you. I, I fell no for idea. it when I worked at that like the painting company. Like oh, it yeah. seems li like the way it was pitched like, to me you was essential oils. Like come on. <laughs> Like, come on my my best friend did that but she is like i think you would have a good conversation with her she like went in knowing exactly what it was and she would never sell to like her friends but she had a following on instagram and like her teacher network so she like is like okay well these are all people who i think would like this kind of stuff it did well yeah i would say but any... she would never ever like chart like sell it to people that she like knew actually I would say anything that you need, if any job that you need to pay to work there is likely a scam. 100%. Yeah. Which yeah. is just like academies and stuff. Yeah. Like, like pay oh. I think she got to go to like a retreat. Well, oh, I bet she did. <laughs> like in I bet she did. Yeah. Did she wear she was a like, white sure, Look at all the like small business thing. owners together working for this big brand. Like, yeah, no, you'd love to talk to her because she's like a very intelligent human. And like when you talk to her about, it, she's like, "I'm not stupid. Like I know exactly what it is." But I feel like so many people get like wrapped up. They're like, "What are you talking about? Like, yeah. this isn't an MLM." And their just garage is just filled with orders that they yeah yeah, yeah. pre bought and because no they got dying. yeah. Oh, you should watch the Lululemon one. It's really good. Oh god, it's there's so a kid depressing. I know on uh, that I went to high school with who's now I I think he's like a millionaire because he created a pyramid scheme, but well, just it? sold yeah. the image of success. Yeah, that's what a lot of these people and it, do. Oh, first it was energy drinks. Then it was like this uh, financial, like uh, foreign uh, exchange, yeah, cryptocurrency shit. But it's always like, look at this Rolex. I'm on a jet right now. So I'm in front of a Rolls Royce. That. And then it would show him like at this convention of him talking to people, getting them to join the academy. And the people <laughs> in the audience look like they're some pretty like. Low income, poor people. people. And yeah. I go, that is the saddest thing that they just dangle this image of success for people. Yeah. And lure them in that way. If someone and is, rob them of like, if their someone own is money. selling you the, uh, the way to be successful, they're like, if someone sells you the idea of how to make money or the secret for how to make money, the course is how they're making money. Yeah. Like, never buy a course on how to make money. Like if you're because, making all this money, why do you just sell this course? Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Why don't you just give it away for free? Why am I paying for... If you're already a millionaire, why do you need to sell a book? I don't know. What was the last know. job you guys had before you quit and was like, I'm going to do social media? Like, what was the the most... The last job that you had? Oh, an accountant. You were an accountant? Well, I did accounting. I wasn't supposed to be an accountant, but then I, like, became one. 
Where, I, what happened? I remember well, well, this. You Pica- t- give me the story. Oh, yeah. I don't Mike know anything. You had, that big, you had that big oh. PC black laptop, right? Two. It was like two screens. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So <laughs> I. So out of college, I, I, I graduated with uh, communication in public relations major, and I did nothing with it. I really didn't want to get a job, but so then my first job out of college, I still nannied like that family that i would tell you guys about but then i got this job working for like a family friend that was they would send me court documents and i had to like make sure that there were no errors on them and i did that for a while and then i was like this sucks because <laughs> i'd be on my computer for like eight hours a day just sifting through court documents oh my gosh and then my best friend's dad he owns his own business and so i was like literally can i just like come work for you i'll do whatever like answer the phone whatever So that's like kind of how it started. But then he would never be there. And like the person directly under him who like is a CPA, like does all the accounting, like started just like needing my help with stuff. So he basically just taught me to do his job. (laughs) And so then I did like literally math is like the worst thing. Like I was working in QuickBooks every day. Like I literally (laughs) it was my nightmare, but I did it. And so then I did that when I moved. I did that for probably four years and when I moved to California, he let me keep the job remotely. So, like, they would always come over. And I was working on West Coast hours, oh even though God. it was an East so Coast company. you waking up at, like, 5 a.m.? No, I was working West Coast hours. Oh, West Coast. Okay. But it was nice, too, because I could be like, yeah, I'm at Starbucks. <laughs> but I'd be, like, out filming videos. <laughs> um, which was great. It was, like, remote before remote was, like, yes. a thing yeah. like it is yes. now. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, that's what I did. And when did you, like, quit? And, like, 20... how did you do that? Oh my god! It was like, I, first of all, I quit that job. I was wearing one of those t-shirt dresses that has a bikini on it. <laughs> it was a stressful yeah. day, and I was wearing like a robe. And I like, cause it's a like my family. You know what I mean? Like, it's not right. just like a boss that I've had for four years that like I will have no connection to forever. So right. it's like the guilt in me, and I felt really badly about it, even though it's like fine. But I just did it over the phone. I was like, listen, it's time for me to move on. Like, but thank you. He was like, yeah obviously like knew this day was going to come but i didn't quit that job until i was making enough money on youtube to like pay for my rent pay my student loans and like live my life and have like a hundred dollars left to like have fun yeah, on the yeah, weekends yeah, yeah. just enough to get by and then you totally. can be like all right now i can double down yeah because yeah. i was just like i'm miserable doing this like and i'm making the same money doing youtube, YouTube yeah. so like i might as well just you know mm-hmm. take it into my quit. own hands but it was really stressful quitting. Quitting is like, so, oh, oh my god, oh, the anxiety I know. Of it's like it breaking up with somebody. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just being like, like what if they hey. beg me. Yeah, it's you like, don't want to let people down. Yeah, that was like yeah. the only one I've ever really had to like quit, quit. Like Under Armour, and then I worked at another retail job. Those were very like seasonal. It's like I was in high school, so it's like, oh, I'm going to college, yep. can't work here anymore, or yep. oh, I'm working here on my college break because you need extra help. And then like with nannying, it was always the same thing. Like, but that was so. Oh my god. That yeah. was the only job I've ever had to like. Did you quit, feel a quit. sense of relief after though? Where yeah. you're like, woo, vacation. Yeah. But it yeah, was like yeah. in the t-shirt oh my God. Even when I told him that I was moving here, I like cried in his office. I was like, I'm so sorry, like I'm moving to California. Uh but and if we <laughs> Did you move to California because of social media? Um, it was more so I mean, it wasn't like a career path. I never knew that it was gonna turn into what it has now. Yeah. But I just wanted to get out of Massachusetts because I like 
grew up in Massachusetts my whole life, went to college in Massachusetts, and then I like made some friends out here, and I was like, I'm just going to go out there for the year. There was some energy, I feel like, just happening totally. out here, where it was yeah. like yeah. the right place at the right time, uh-huh. and I feel like... It, we were just very pulled to yeah. like we should just give this a shot of whatever like is happening. Yeah, right it also now. was like the year after college, like the first like year and a half, and right. I was just like still not ready to be an adult yet. And mm-hmm. I was like, it's so fun, it's so fun there. And I had visited a few times. I was like, I'm just gonna like YOLO and go there and <laughs> whatever. Now we're here. Yeah, yeah. it's good times. And you worked at. <laughs> Do you want to say the name? Oh yeah, I worked at a uh, media arts yeah, lab. I worked at Media Arts Lab. It was an ad, ad agency for Apple out here, um, and I got that job right out of college. And I worked there for like I don't know, like six or eight months. I can't really remember, but um, I worked on like the iPhone five. I was an assistant account executive. I worked with all the international companies and stuff, but it was really, really stressful because you have to mentally be on 110% for um, a job like that. Especially and, having Apple as a client. That's a, like a yeah. pretty high demand client. Yeah, it was. And But during that time, though, Vine and everything was popping off and everything online. And uh, that's when actually, yeah, you guys were coming out and visiting mm-hmm. and uh, making that move. And I got I, one of my first brand deals and I realized, oh, this is a good amount of cash. I wouldn't have to be this stressed out every day with this job and have more freedom to go spend time making content with other people. So I quit that job. And I said, hasta la vista. Was it scary quitting? Hasta la baby. Um, yeah, it was a little scary quitting. I felt like I wasn't doing a very good job, though, like the past few weeks. And I think they kind of wanted me to go. And <laughs> the girl who had put in the good word for me, she had stopped talking to me and she had unfollowed me on Instagram. <gasps> and I remember being while you like, still work there? while I still <gasps> work there, the girl who had got me the job. Oh, man, and so I remember awkward. calling her because <laughs> oh, no. I was thinking about quitting. And I'm like, I need to ask. She was like my closest friend at the workplace. Um what's like the best way to quit and then i know she didn't follow me and then i was like hey are we okay and she goes we're fine but we're not great and i go what's wrong she goes i just feel like you've changed you're just not the person who i thought you were when you moved out here um because she was like someone's making vines but like i wouldn't say in a way where it was like she was taking it like seriously Uh but she wanted to take herself seriously like as a viner and apparently one night when i was out and about with like a whole bunch of viners as a group um we were like let's take a picture i asked this friend who i worked with can you take a picture of us instead and she was pissed i didn't ask her to be in the photo Mm. she was kind of jealous in a way yes but i didn't realize like oh i didn't know she was taking vine seriously i mean she had like a couple hundred like followers yeah but like like, i i was like i don't know on that time i was like having like i don't know what an asshole (laughs) what an asshole you know maybe i should have been more aware and i'm really really sorry she's doing great um but that just ate at me no, no, oh. no, no. I followed her, but I saw her in a commercial recently. Oh, oh there you go. Oh, yeah, she's killing it. But I feel bad. And like sometimes I've wanted to reach out to her, but then I'm like, <laughs> it's just eating no, you maybe up. just <laughs> let it be. Can't stop thinking about let it. Let sleeping dogs lie. Yeah. yeah. But I remember the, uh, it was a weird nervous thing about having to like admit that I needed to leave, but mm. they were really happy about it. A good thing is, is like whenever you're about to leave a job to... Uh, 
usually they'll never take you up on it, but say, I want to make this process as easy for you as it can be. Mm -hmm. So I'm willing to help find someone to take Mm -hmm. this position, train them, help make sure that this is smooth for you. Usually they never take you up on that, but that's a nice way to like soften the blow Mm -hmm. and get them to be like, okay, you're leaving with dignity. Unless they're toxic and like abusive, in which case you don't owe them anything and just see you later. Yeah. It was when I had to tell them that I was moving to California, it was so nerve wracking because I told like my boss, like my best friend's dad was my boss, but he was never there because he's like, you know, running the company. So he just has everyone else do everything. And it's a really tiny company, like maybe six people work in the office. And so I went to like my direct boss and was like, "Okay, I'm moving to California. He's like, "Okay, you have to tell him. So then I had oh. to do it two times. Oh, my God. Oh. And it was, like, the worst thing. And I just remember her dad was like, why? <laughs> One, because, like, he personally knows me and is like, why would you do that? Like, said, like, that. Yeah, you why? have a job He's like, why here. would you be moving? <laughs> but he's like, okay. Wow. Scary. Good it's like It was like my second dad, basically. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. I'm disappointing all these people. And what was your job before just social target. media? Just But it was, I was moving here, so it was an easy. Oh, so you didn't, you didn't have, like, a big, like, resume nine to five no. office? Nope. Yeah, that's avoid. You avoided catastrophe. Yeah. <laughs> so Those far, anyway. Are, yeah. That was the one thing I always knew in high school. I was just like, I never want to have to be a guy that like has to give a resume to someone and like get a briefcase, wear a suit, yeah, go to an office really every day. Like, so I think oh when you're God. younger, that's what you think a job is. Yeah. I wanted to sell houses so bad when I was a kid. Oh, yeah, you <laughs> a real estate agent? Yes. But nice. I realized I would not like that lifestyle because you have to sacrifice a lot of your weekends. And after hours. Like, yes. Oh, yeah. People, oh, yeah. people are done with work. I just wanted to go show houses it and like convince fun, people why they need it. Maybe later in life I could see myself yeah. just yeah. doing it as if a side thing. If you get into thing. like really high-end real estate, like $10 million plus, the people that you're selling to, then you can do like daytime showings. I because could sell a house. You think so? Oh, I'm sure. Would people want to buy a house from me? Like, <laughs> no, I think you'd be great at it for real. I would. I, I don't know. I just would be, like being a real estate agent is really just mostly about personality and network. Like, it's not. There's well, not the, that much. Yeah, but then you got to do paperwork. No, you have people that do that for you. Like, if you're if you're doing good, you can just work out like a branch or a yeah, firm but if or something. You're and starting then... up. Yeah, but like, you gotta know how to do all of the nitty gritty. Yeah, you like get your license and then like <laughs> it's not that difficult. Yeah. Like I, I like, used to. Is it still with, that like, much paperwork? Yeah, can they just like do a, a DocuSign? Yeah, DocuSign. <laughs> well, well, they yeah they do it on the computer, but it's like doing all the terms and like the numbers and all of that stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. they do belittle a lot of professions. <laughs> no, not belittling. I'm just saying you like if Matt is doing like real estate as like Matt King. He, I feel like he could work at like a brokerage that has mm. people to do the paperwork for him. Matt, Just work at Selling Sunset. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like that's what I'm saying. Like oh, the people, yeah. those people that I mean, like you have their Christine. own. Uh-huh. I know, yeah. Christine, should I DM her? Like, can I be on Selling Sunset? <laughs> yeah. Can I try to sell one house and yeah. see what it's like? I, 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 well, they I think, don't really do it. So, yeah. I don't think she has her license. Well, like right? when you, ha- when you have know, like a personality, probably. they're not doing like the, oh, is the price right? They have like office managers and like, and contract people that do that for them. Well, I, I don't, don't know, because our yeah. real estate agent, she would definitely, she was working on all the paperwork stuff. Some, some people do it all, but I when you like work at... majority. Do it all? Yeah. Mm, I don't like, know. Like, think about, like, in terms of the whole United States of America. Oh, yes, in the entire United We're States. We're just talking about L.A. Well, I'm, t- I'm talking about specifically <laughs> if Matt King himself right now wanted to be a real estate broker. Like, you could just find some broker just like, hell yeah, we'll do it all for you. Just go. And you go take the exam. Yeah, you yeah. have to do so many things. 
<laughs> I want to. I want to study for something we and like take pass it, it without studying to see what happens. Oh my god! Oh no, it. it's impossible. To... Or like a practice one for a yeah. You need to know, like, like if the tenant if the tenant wants to move their house six feet in, what type of permit do you need to get? Like, well, in, I'm sure uh, there's multiple it. choice. <laughs> it's a five thirty yeah. five thirty. <laughs> <laughs> That's been studying. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what an ADU is? Um, an attention deficit. No, uh, understanding. Uh, understanding. Additional dwelling unit. Is that yeah. what it stands for? Oh. Yeah. That's what okay. you. Well, that's what in, you think. No. <laughs> you used that's to, your opinion. You used to live in one when you lived in. Didn't that, you just live in a, black, a back house? Yeah. That's an ADU, though, right? A guest I house. I think it depends. Yeah. Is it an ADU if mm-hmm. it's been constructed to be that and it wasn't before? Yes. Like how your garage could have been. Yeah. But if it's already a house, it's not an ADU, like a back house. I I honestly don't know well, what we'll the have difference to study. is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I'll make some flashcards. You. Do you have a dream job that you would do if you weren't doing social media, like Matt's little real estate dream? Yeah, my dream would be that I'm <laughs> a gold digger and didn't have to work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I literally and thought you wanted to like go in the mines and dig for gold. gold. I was like, okay. <laughs> No, um, that's interesting. Just like looking at diamonds in a mine. I was like, all right, Aaron. I I am really thankful that I am at where I'm at, and I love doing this. So I don't think that there's. You wouldn't want to be like an astronaut or like a no. I would like to be uh, those people who like deliver mail on that lake. They go up to the docks and the kids run off and put the mail in the mailbox (laughs) and then run and jump jump, back on the boat. Oh my god! If you do, if you do that. Like, can you please invite us to come see it? I would love to go see that job. I've never even heard of that. You've never seen like the boat pulls up on like these gorgeous lake houses, and the kid runs off like paper boys. They like run and jump on the dock. Yeah, Yeah. no, I've never seen it. I want to do that. That's fun. What? You have a dream job that you're like, oh, if I wasn't doing social media, I would. No, but when I was a kid, I wanted to be a meteorologist for no reason. Oh, that's cool. That's That's really fun. Oh yeah. Yep. But that's all. I would want to be a mailman in Hawaii. Yeah. That would be, I feel, I feel like, like that would we be. we talked about this. Yeah. We did talk about this. I don't know. It's just something that's, because I've been playing this video game that Matt told me about called Lake, where in the <laughs> video game, you, it's like takes place in 1986. And it's this woman who works like in Seattle at a tech startup, presumably Microsoft. Um, and then she just like decides she needs a break. So she moves back to her hometown, which is like in the suburbs, in the mountains, and the hills of this city in Oregon. And the, you go back and like her dad was the mailman of the town and then Wait, she don't takes, tell me too much she <laughs> takes over the route and basically the game is that you are now taking over a mail route and you're just driving around a mail truck in like 1986 cozy, cozy yeah. delivering wow. mail and it's just like it's such like a pleasant just like mm, putting mail in the mailbox a librarian too oh yeah. yeah i feel like the thing for me about being a mailman in hawaii specifically is i that would be like a retirement job because I feel yes, like yes. I like n- if I went there now to do it, I would just be like looking at everyone who's going to the beach and like yes, going and like yes. doing fun stuff that I'd be like, oh, why am I doing this? Yeah. yeah, like I'd have to be like sixty-five and like, oh, I'll just do this for the day and then yeah, have a nice night, have some tea later. Yeah. I will say like uh, there is a thing about people who stop working like when they retire. I think it's an average of like seven years after you retire, you die. Yeah. Oh, but whoa. people who keep working, like my accountant is 86 and he's still working every day. Dang. And then like, you know, people who will retire at like <laughs> 70 will, you know, I, you, you just got to have something to do. I feel my like parents don't have long. this life isn't about it's not about hard work. It's about hard thinking. Also, I just feel like retiring <laughs> like my dad retired and then like immediately was like, I'm what bored. do I do? What do I do? So yeah. then he just got a 
little job at a golf course. That's exactly so that what he I'm could saying. golf there for free yeah. and like would just do random stuff at the golf course. A retirement the job, yeah, yeah, that's a good way to think about well, the Hawaii like such thing. A yeah, cute little time in your life because you're not like working to make a living yes like yeah. you're working to relax you're and doing your thing keep yeah. your mind keep your mind working interact yeah. with people do something different every day and it's like a hobby that he likes he doesn't yeah. do it now though because yeah. they moved but mm. and i was like well aren't you bored <laughs> yeah what do you do all day once you retire that's I kind know. of daunting honestly yeah that's why you got to do what you if you can do it do what you love while you can mm -hmm. yeah the, did you guys know i worked at a hair salon oh interesting yeah who did me Worked at a hair salon. My grandma owned a hair salon Ooh. and a tanning salon. Actually, I worked at a tanning salon when I was, like, little. Like, I would work at my grandma's, like, tanning salon for, like, a day. Yeah. <laughs> like, when, during the summer, whenever I was in Indiana. I would, like, clean up the beds. That's actually really weird. <laughs> I was a little kid. Just, like, yeah, people sweat just yeah. from their butts and stuff. My yeah. friend's dad, <laughs> naked, who I later went on to work for when we were, like, kids, pro like, teens before we could get jobs they would send out mailers to people and he would pay us like 10 bucks an hour to stuff the mailers and like um do the licking them and putting oh, them yeah. in the nice bin. oh licking a stamp yeah do they still have lickable no, stamps no like the oh. envelope oh the yeah, envelope you or, like licking a stamp i like I didn't licking know you could lick them oh wait you no to. you lick you used to be able to lick stamps and, and lick envelopes. the envelope i hate yeah. doing that i love the the envelopes that have the peel off little, same well they uh, didn't exist then i know and then ever since <clears throat> i will only order those because of the seinfeld episode yes <laughs> wasn't it his wife died yeah, his fiance because be. he picked the cheap envelopes for their wedding <laughs> and then she and licked, she them, licked them and they were made out of poison because they were so cheap and then she died <laughs> <laughs> it's all i think about now if i ever have to look an envelope I'm like that I mean, like no envelopes are actually made no, out of know, poison, but that is funny that you're just like... <laughs> it yeah. is true, though. It's like, what am I licking? Yeah. Like, yeah you can't be good. Glue. It's adhesive. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to make the public lick these. <laughs> it's and that's how we'll we would them. use... So we wouldn't lick them because we were doing like hundreds of mailers. We yeah. would get like a little sponge yep. and then dip it yep. in water and oh, nice. do it. Yeah. But sometimes they would get so wet. Oh, yeah. Um, just but anyway, we're going to move on to listener submissions. And holy hell, there were so many. Um, I posted it on our Instagram the day before we recorded, and we got so many emails. Like, I, we were still getting them this morning, Dang. like, in crazy wow. numbers. Hot topics, Like, I at guess. least 100 between this episode and the Roommates episode we're also recording. There's but, some competition. Yeah. Um, so we're going to need to figure out a way to read all of them at some point. But... <laughs> Um, if you ever want to submit, we post what the topic of the episode will be the day before on our Instagram. That is good influences pod on Instagram. And then you can email us at good influences podcast at gmail.com. What if ones that were like really good, uh, but we couldn't get around to, you just shared the screenshots like on the Instagram story. Good idea. Like almost like a Reddit thing or like yeah. they make like. The thing is though, uh, like a lot of them are like discussions. Oh, okay. Okay. Sorry. If it was just a crazy story. Yeah, maybe I feel like Aaron said this, but one episode could be us like doing a lot of random emails. Okay. Like, oh, and advice yeah. yeah. Or something. Cool. All right. Let's okay. hear the first one. It's my favorite segment. Okay. The first couple are like um, serious, oh, but then okay. we're going to get into the, we'll make them funny. the lols. I really love my job and I love working with my coworkers, but I don't like going out with them outside of work. They're just not the type of people I would hang out with. I always try to get out of plans with them, but they insist on rescheduling so I can come. And every time I do go out with them, I don't have a good time. And it just feels like I'm at work without the pay. I don't know how I can get the hint across that I don't want to go without sounding like a complete ass. 
Mm. Yeah, that's a tough one because <laughs> that would be like if I was just like, yeah, uh, I'm having a party on Saturday um, and I didn't invite you guys. And then you just like yeah. saw on social media, not that we're only work friends, but like people who do work yeah. together, sometimes they don't have other friends outside of work. And then like they yeah. want to include everyone. You just got to set boundaries just like, hey, I actually have some personal things I'm going to be doing or I have a personal thing to attend to. And I won't be able to to do that. And I also would just prefer to I prefer to keep work and life separate. You yeah. just got to set boundaries or just do it once a month. That's what I was So it's say. just you. Rare. You go. I have I've hung out with you guys. I still socialize. I can hang. Yeah. And then maybe if you're ever finding yourself hosting a party, invite them, you know. Uh, I don't know. She doesn't like, if she them, doesn't like them. Don't uh, invite well, them. I know, but just set your boundaries. Also, the this person said like I want them to get the hint. Like yeah. they're not going to get a hint, so you might need to tell them straight up. Like, hey, I would like to be able to separate my personal and work time. Love seeing you guys at the office. It's always great time talking at the coffee machine, whatever. But after work, I really would like to be able to live my own separate life, and it will make me more engaged at Social work because life. then I won't feel the pressure of needing to continue after yeah. i just imagine these people are probably like what <laughs> so yeah head, what do you but mean then, we're not then, good enough for funny you though because like i even like in this position like i feel like i did that with david i was like i'm done by six o'clock yeah, and then yeah, i'm gonna go. go home and like i would like on the weekends i'd be like nope i'm doing stuff like i have this is i love you like we're friends but I'm with you every single day. Right. I'm like similar like that with yeah. like unfiltered or because yeah. they're like, you know, they're my they're my teammates and also my dear, dear friends. But when it's my weekend time, yeah. I want to go socialize out with other people. They can come join if they want, but I don't operate on totally. their social schedule. If yeah, that no, makes I'd sense. like clock out. Set those boundaries. Because <laughs> it keeps it healthy. Yeah, no, absolutely. They'd be like, aren't you getting married? <laughs> like why do you spend time with him aren't you getting married yeah. it's like also he was like 23 so totally doesn't yeah understand. yeah she, she's talking about like he'd be like oh. don't why do you need to hang out with your husband because she'd be like well i want to see tj and spend time and he'd be like aren't you getting fucking married like <laughs> yeah. in your whole life but i also had like a lot of friend groups like outside of that mm. too and it's like i need to yeah we have maintain. all this time i need to do time with these people there's this one girl on tiktok that i see specifically about this that i get served all the time and she does like corporate p politics and it'll be like the where it's a sketch of two characters and the woman was like, OK, so I'm going to need you to do this report by tomorrow morning. It should take you about two or three hours. And then it cuts back and she's like, well, it's 450 p.m. and my workday ends at five. Mm -hmm. So I can have this to you tomorrow by noon. And then it's like, well, why don't you just do it tonight? It's it only take you a few hours. Well, my working hours are from nine to five p.m. So if you want to pay me additional time or show me my job description where work hours are after the fact, <laughs> oh, I'm happy to to revise. I also learned another one that was like a hack for um, if your boss assigns you something like additional to do on top of you're already doing so much work for them, mm -hmm. um, put all of the things that they want you to do in a list and then go to them and go. So if you want me to do this, can you rank? Uh, what's, what's the most uh, important versus least important? Yeah, and sometimes though they'll be like, actually, you're already doing too much. I'm going to give this to somebody mm -hmm. else, right? And that I just That's like setting the boundaries and re re putting the 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 impetus to hang out or like do work on the other person. Totally, stand up for yourself. You got it. Okay, someone said 
do you believe a job should be fulfilling in terms of money or should a job be something for enjoyment? Essentially, do you all base your job off your income or is it because it's something you'd like to do? What's more important to you all? Mm. We have a guest to answer this question. Gary Vanderchuk, why don't you come on in? <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> how old are you? Uh, <laughs> you're doing 23. You got plenty of time, bro. Plenty of time. <laughs> If you're not making TikToks <laughs> and content right now, get started now. I feel like they're both important. I don't yeah, know how to answer that. It's like every there's a billion, like seven billion people in the world. Like that's such a broad question. I would say like if you need money, get a job for money. And if you don't need money to serve, like if you can get a job that's more fulfilling and maybe does less pay, do it because you only get one life. But like if you need to buy food and like put a roof over your head. Any job will do, and then you'll work your way into getting... That's the whole, though, like, uh, Catch-22 or Complex about, um, is free time more... Is your own personal time more important than money? Because, like, if... Yes, you're getting uh, paid more, but if you're having to sacrifice more of your time, is that person truly happier than the person who's getting paid less and has more flexibility to their own lifestyle? So you need to decide if you're that type of person. If you rather would just have a big, fat paycheck... Or a smaller paycheck with more free time. Mm-hmm. What's more important to you? Do you think you will be happier? Because I know friends who get paid a lot, but they give away all of their time. Yeah, they and get home I, at nine p.m. They're exhausted, and yeah. they get up at seven and do it all over again. And it's and like it takes totally a toll. money in the bank account, but you don't get to enjoy it unless yeah. it's their passion in life. Right? Yes, yeah. if you love yeah. finance and like doing sure. working at a hedge fund or whatever, like, but. Most people like that's the other thing too is like work no matter what you do it's always going to be like work some some work is definitely better than others like we are at work right now but we love doing this so it's it doesn't feel as bad as like clocking into a target or some shitty job but like it still is work and no matter what you do it's going to be a job so as long as you're getting paid I think that's like the baseline but it really depends on what you value know your worth no. That's, that's the sign that's going to be in know Matt's kitchen. Your know your worth. worth. Know your worth. <laughs> okay. Live, laugh, know your worth. Hi, guys. Hi. I used to work at a startup for like four years. Everyone works remotely. We had around 60 to 80, 80 employees at a time, so I knew pretty much everyone, but I didn't really have any personal connections with people. Like, I didn't follow anyone on Insta and stuff. There was a girl that we started out with as interns. A few years in, she became kind of my boss. It didn't really bother me, but from reviews, but from reviews our ex-employees left on job posting sites, it looked like they felt she was that high up there unfairly. So one day we were on a Zoom call, small talk and stuff. I see a door open behind her and one of the startup co-founders slash IT uh. directors walks out naked <gasps> with the biggest heart on I've ever what? seen. What? Wait. <laughs> Turns out they've been dating for a while. All the employees knew about that from Insta and he moved her from Russia to Florida to live with him. Can't say if it helped with her career because she wasn't that bad at her job. Long story short, I'm a follow every employee on Insta from a fake account on my first work day to get the latest gossip. Damn, that's some tea. Could you imagine? No, that'd be so exciting. I'd be like, guess what I found out, guys. Yeah. so So this person, do we believe that they got their employment oh. status raised because of this Maybe. personal arrangement or are you saying that because she's a woman no she started as an intern and then <laughs> no, moved yeah, up the no, ranks really quickly if you're not feel like your friends are getting along with anybody report it to hr <laughs> do it watch the place burn i don't care yeah. who cares i find that so unprofessional ask gossip around with the other co-workers going am i wrong or is that like kind of messed up <laughs> 
And if you have at least like four out of five people validate you and going, yeah, it is pretty fucked up. We'll be like, shouldn't we report it? Have you ever reported anyone to HR? No. Just my Spanish teacher for drinking yeah. in class. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, you can the... listen to that in our school episode. Yeah, that was a good story. God, the Zoom story. thing, that is like, uh, have you ever been on a Zoom where there was like something you shouldn't have seen or shouldn't have heard no, on the Zoom? No, but I wish. I don't think so. I'm always, well, there was one, I had one Zoom call like last week and it was with like a pretty high up dude at the company, at this company that we were talking to. And I'm <sighs> friends with him. So we were on the Zoom early and he didn't realize that his video was on. He was just, didn't have his shirt on because it was like hot out. <laughs> and I was like, hey bro, I can see your nips. And he was like, oh my God. And he tra- turned it off right before the call. But like, <laughs> the, you see so, so many of those, like a woman like brings her laptop into the bathroom and like takes a poop while she's on a call and doesn't a realize woman? that <laughs> we don't sorry. poop oh sorry a person <laughs> uh like have you ever seen that that was like a big article that came out that like a woman didn't or a person didn't realize that she was on a zoom call and brought her laptop into the bathroom and they were all just like uh we can see your toilet and like we can see you sitting on it and like it was like a 30 person call oh, my god how do you not notice I know. I, I'm so like, aware because once because sometimes like I feel like if you're on a Zoom call, you might just like minimize the screen and oh, then forget maybe true. that like because you yeah, have to yeah, like yeah, be looking right. at something and I guess if you're on it like all day, too, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just... Or if you're like normally you turn the camera off <laughs> and then you just forget the one time. God. Oh one my time God. we were on a Zoom call like in a meeting and TJ just came in <laughs> from like outside doing a workout. He's like, "Oh my God, watch this video!" and like has the video on full blast. And I was like, "I'm." On a call. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It makes you feel better. I didn't hear him at uh, all. No, I, I mean, I wasn't like mad. It's yeah. just like so funny. Like Zoom is just so funny I because know. it's so true. Like how, you know, he was outside. How would he know unless I was like verbally speaking? Yeah. Yeah. It's very funny. Also, and, did anyone use Zoom before the pandemic? No. It was I, Skype. Yeah. Yeah. Skype really fumbled the bag. They had such a good head start. And then. Did Zoom become a thing because of the pandemic or was no, it already No, no, they a were around. Okay. And I just didn't know. They like, were like a bunch of like senators and stuff that bought a lot of stock in zoom in like january of 2022 oh. and they cleaned up wait 2022 or 2020 sorry oh, sorry i was like what no. wow 2020 dang they knew they did the pandemic is curated <laughs> the pandemic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. okay job i work at a child care center I work at a child care center and the children are unhinged. <laughs> My first day on the job, I was watching some kids for lunch and one boy ate his food and started sobbing out loud, then proceeded to projectile vomit all over himself and the table. I thought the term ankle biters was a myth until a kid bit my leg a couple weeks ago. (laughs) Then he proceeded to try and come up behind me and bite my leg again. They also tell the most horrendous stories without batting an eye. One girl told me her best friend died and lost his toes. Another boy had told me I looked 30. I'm only 22. And when he said his grandma was 100, another girl said, oh, she's going to die soon. Two of our six-year-olds claim they're going to get married and even got rings for each other that they wear every day. It's a fun job and keeps me on my toes. Terrible pay, though. I just thought that was like a cute oh. yeah, funny story. Good. I was like worried there was going to be a Something question. Was, was like, how do I deal with that? I'm like, they're kids. Yeah. yeah. No. No. Yeah, just, I think it's just like so funny. Oh, kids like, say the darndest things. Just picturing things. this girl. Like children are unhinged. <laughs> I know. Do you think you could yeah. be like a like a preschool teacher or no. like a you can't wrangle up kids no i could camp counselor yeah i think i could because with mainly because i like nannied and i also like i wouldn't be the teacher that's like oh sweetie it's okay i'd be like oh your crayon broke well whose fault's that you know what i mean (laughs) 
<laughs> like oh, if they man. did something to break it i'd be like oh well who did that but only if they were like being annoying about yeah. it yeah yeah i'd have like i think i'd have like a good balance with kids because i think kids are so funny like yes. to me this is hilarious no yeah that sounds like a riot that sounds yeah. like a hoot that's like a daycare though i feel like there's a little more composure like inside of a classroom but like i think i could do it yeah there's a, a certain type of person though needs to be like able to handle kids I always feel bad for like teachers who like teach sixth grade oh my and God. like you'll read on Reddit like my sixth grade class made me cry today and I'm like I know they're 12 year olds like why how are you getting like I know but they'll can be mean I know no, they're like, scary especially and you can't schoolers. be like shut the fuck I up I know I know I'm, I'm being <laughs> a little judgmental but like yeah. I, I can't I'm like trying to like put myself in the position of like I guess if you're there every day and like you interact with those people more than anyone else in your life, like more than you do with adults. Yeah, it'll chip it away. It can start at you for to sure. like wear down. Yeah, especially when you're an adult and they're kids and they're mean to you and you don't, you can't like be mean back to them. Yeah, it's like a bunch just, of Karens that you have to be nice so to. And they're so honest. Yeah. Right. You look ugly. I mean, I'd be <laughs> oh, like, well then, Imagine if you were having a bad day and like you were yeah. down on yourself and they said that, be my breaking point. Yeah, yeah. I'd literally walk out you're and be like, ugly. you figure out math. <laughs> yeah. You figure out math. They just like poke at you. Even in high school, I remember like the bad kids who would be mean to teachers. Like even then I'd be like, what the fuck are wrong with these people? How do you do that? And like, I could never be in the teacher's position where like, I'd have to be the one to control that, especially with older kids. Yeah. They get mean. 16, 17 year olds. Yeah. Oh my God. No. I, know, like, I avoid, like, if I see, like, a group Same. of them in public, Same. I'm just I'm like, I'm literally scared. <laughs> like, on the other side of the, the street, I just stay I away know. from them. I'm like, I don't need your judgment right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's really and I couldn't funny. imagine being a teacher who's like dedicated my whole life to that and like wanting to help them like grow as humans. And then they're just fucking dicks. It's... Yeah, that's a fair point. I guess like I'm thinking about it like I could go in for a day and like wrangle a bunch of sixth graders. But oh, if yeah. you do it for years and years oh, yeah. and like yeah. I mean, everyone loves the substitute. Yeah, true. It's also yeah. easier because you're not the bad guy. <laughs> yeah. You know? You're not the one grading the papers. You're not the one like making them have a bad day. Yeah. What was the what? It was some meme that we would always laugh at. It was like, hello, substitute teacher. Goodbye, seating chart. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, literally. <laughs> Do you remember that? It was a stupid it was like, oh, Just like so evil. Like you just switch <laughs> things up. You swap like, oh, identities. Yeah, we would just like switch identities yeah. like uh, whenever there'd be a yeah, sub. Yeah, just like lo- it's lawless when there's a sub. Oh my God, yeah. It's sad though how many teachers though like will give up after like the first year. Yeah, really? it happens really often oh, where a lot of people the... like love the idea of it and then it actually happens and they're just like, I mean, it's, yeah. it's also very different to like get your teaching degree where you're in a classroom learning from another adult and like it's all conceptual and textbooks. And then you're just in a room in with a, a bunch room. of fucking like, brats and you're like, pay them more. Pay yes. the teachers more. I don't understand. Take the money from the these people and give them to the teachers. I What's don't get people? it. The Why police? teachers aren't paid oh, a lot? Oh. I was like the NRA. <laughs> I like didn't know what you did. I thought you were doing this. this I was like emoji. the Boy oh, Scouts. No, this. <laughs> Take That's the your gun. Defund the Boy Scouts. How do you, how do, you do a gun? <laughs> like this. Oh, oh sometimes I do like it. <laughs> the, the teachers should it's be funny paying more. It should be like. Or bang, like, bang. This is the trigger, not up. Whatever. <laughs> or do like this, like. Pop, pop, pop. Okay. <laughs> Have you ever shot a gun before? Um. Yes. Mm. Like skeet shooting. Oh, fun! Yeah. Oh, that's really fun. I've I shot want a real to try. gun. You have? Yeah, I've been to a shooting range. Shooting range? Yeah. Indoors or outdoors? Indoors. Hey, a pistol? 
Uh, I don't. I don't think it was a pistol. It's just like one of the the black ones. A handgun. Yeah, I really want to try, but I'm scared of it. Also, I'm you're in so a room scared. with people with a bunch of guns. Like, how do? How do people uh, go crazy that's in what there? freaks me out. How do yeah. people not go but crazy? I feel like those places are the most contained. Like everyone there has like their license. Yeah. They have to take like courses and all of that stuff. <laughs> I know. I get really. Ugh, I don't I, know. Yeah, let's get off the topic of guns. Yeah, pay teachers more. Almost got killed on the job. Hey guys, so I've worked at Top Golf for over three years Top now. Golf? I'm finally quitting this summer, and I have a horror story about a guy who got arrested this summer. It was a Sunday night, and this guy came in with this girl to play. Super chill, not a big deal at first. <coughs> Once he was done playing and eating and whatever, he gets a tab of like over a hundred dollars. He claims he works for Callaway, which is the golf company that Top Golf is owned by, although he doesn't have any identification to back this up. My Manager, is that what people call like women managers? Oh, now? maybe. Manager. Manager. I love that. Funny. My manager explains that we can't give him any kind of Callaway discount because he doesn't have any identification. So this guy calmly tells me, tells my manager that he is going to hurt the people behind the front desk, which is me and my coworkers. Oh. So my manager tells us to hide in our back room. We have to stay hidden for like an hour while all the managers have to do our job. Once we were told to leave, there are three to four cops outside and the guy is nowhere to be seen. I find out that the guy was arrested for criminal trespassing and attempted assault. And the girl he was with, first Tinder date. They met on Tinder. Anyway, that's my story. Oh my gosh. gosh. Imagine you're on a date and that happens. (laughs) It would be like, Jesus, thank God it was a first date. Your date commits assault and (laughs) trespassing and then gets arrested. Do you think... Oh, I, I just want to know what his uh, dating profile all looked oh like. Oh my god! Yeah. Like, could you size up if somebody was that crazy, or did he really look that normal? It's probably just. Also, look at the it sounds yeah. like this guy's probably pulled some scams before that have oh, worked. Like, yeah, going into like a Chuck E. Cheese and be like, "Oh yeah, I work for uh, Mister Ed- Mister Edwards." <laughs> Mister uh, Cheese. Yeah, Mister Cheese. Like, because <laughs> now you can Google that stuff <laughs> so Cheese. much, where yeah. you know who knows who Social and works for. So, yeah. I would never know that they owned Top Golf. Yeah, sometimes I, would, oh, yeah, I put it on the Callaway account, and yeah. they're like, "Oh sure." Yeah. Sometimes for like bars or yeah. clubs. I've Googled the owner's name, like if the wait's been really, really long, and just be like, hey, is Johnny like working tonight? And they're like, um, no, he's not. How do you know him? I'm like, we're just old friends. And they're like, okay. And they're like, <laughs> let you up. in. But like, what happens if he showed up? And I'd be like, like, hey, oh, it's Johnny. me. And, yeah. they go, and then you, I don't know. You just you figure that would out. Be, I would be like, like, we, met, so we met that one time. You said that nervous. like I could come and they'd be like yeah but like you'd be able to do that yeah oh my god i would have the worst anxiety the whole time eating <laughs> so Matt, like, i'll give you, I'll give you a tip that i just came up. up with if he shows up you just be like oh sorry uh i i thought it was a different completely different johnny that i know that works here and then then you can get yourself out of it and you don't need to look but like what if you he just gets like, really mad what if he's like no you're a little bitch who came into my restaurant <laughs> thinking that you could use my name but how often is that happening <laughs> yeah. i don't know lisa club, vanderpump yeah. eats at sir a lot <laughs> yeah oh my god but you said yeah. i could come by we met at that <laughs> we met at that cookout and you said come by the restaurant Who's anytime cookout, uh, cookout? John's? John. <laughs> I'm John. That's a pretty good social engineering thing. Ooh. Or I, yeah, I said this on Unfiltered yesterday, but uh, uh, when I would like try to get into like uh, like concerts or stuff, I would like walk through the side door, and the person would be like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" And I'd be like, "Buddy, I just talked to you ten uh, minutes ago. I told you to go park, park my car." And they're always like, "I'm like, like you kind of laugh, like 
you don't remember? And Is they're that like, you, like sneaking in. Yeah, oh, and then damn. they'd be like, they'd be like, oh, I'm sorry, I just I goofed, and they'll like let you in. It sometimes worked, but you need it's a lot of yeah, acting. Have One time I confidence. snuck in, but I literally we bought tickets on Craigslist, and they didn't work. They were scams, so we got turned away. And then I literally just. <laughs> <laughs> ran past the gate. Wait, Did you what get was in? For um, a concert? Yeah, I got in. It was Luke Bryan in Florida Georgia Line. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you just I, ran. Me Baby, and my, you're a song. Yeah. You make me want My to friend, this is probably like 2012, maybe. And we literally were just like, fuck this. Like, we drove all the way here and we How, went. How'd you know to run? Were you like, go, go? Yeah, we're just like, we're just going to run past it. Who cares? And then we never got caught and we watched the whole show and it was great. Wow. Damn. But I like your tactic much better. Yeah, yeah just being like, just, we just, just talked. Like the there was uh, one time in New York, we were all in college and we wanted to go out in New York one night and we were all underage and didn't have IDs, whatever. And we somehow just came up with this idea. There was like one club that we wanted to go to. And we just came up with this idea that we knew that the band Phoenix had just played Madison Square Garden that night. <laughs> And nobody knows what Phoenix looks like. Like you wouldn't know if so one of our the tallest friend pretended to be the manager and he went up to the bouncer at the door and goes, hey, uh, I'm the manager of the band Phoenix. They just sold out MSG. (laughs) They're just looking for a place to come and get some drinks after the show. Um, Is it cool if we can get in? And there was a huge line, like minimum bar tab. And then we just walked up, like didn't speak. We all spoke to each other in Hebrew because they're French. So we just spoke in another language. And, And the guy like looks us over and we're all like, like just like kind of be cool. And the bouncer's like, Phoenix? Uh, and he's like, yeah, they just played Madison Square Garden, bro. We got to get them inside. People are going to start looking for them. He goes, all right, come on in. And we got Dang. him pretending to be the that's band hard. Phoenix. Wow. Oh so that's like another hack. Like if you want to pretend to, you could just like look up who's playing that night in your like venue and then <laughs> like, just pretend I'm to be Beyonce. that. Phoenix? Well, <laughs> Beyonce. Beyonce. Oh yeah, I have Beyonce it's me, here. Beyonce. <laughs> just TJ, like my client, Beyonce. Yeah. <laughs> You have to go with a band that like totally, not everyone like. If yeah. you said I don't know, like the nineteen, I guess the nineteen. I want to see what Phoenix lo- Phoenix looks like and we'll, see. We'll do if it after. <laughs> okay, fine. Yeah, they're they're just like regular white guys. We'll a little bit of social now. engineering for the end. That's that's what we put on our resume. Good at social engineering. <laughs> but you know what? Place. If you got a job, um, <laughs> <laughs> good got for a job. you. Comment below if you have a job. Yeah. <laughs> Well, thanks for watching another episode of Good Influences. We love to read all of your comments, all of your submissions, um, comments, on, <laughs> comments on our Instagram, comments on YouTube. Um, we got a lot of audio listeners, too, which is great. Yeah. Um, so if you're an audio listener, audio gang rise up. Uh, if, if you are an audio listener, come on over to YouTube. Check us out there. You can see all of Matt's hilarious faces and the new styles of clothing that we're all, I don't know. <laughs> just watch it, okay. Yeah. Um, but Even if you don't watch it, just put it on in the background. Yeah, Justin yeah. Bieber at Play While You're Sleeping with the volume all the way down. So, yeah, thanks for watching, and we'll see you next week. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.